Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah. Thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. It's great to be with you again this week. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing on the parasha Metzorah, translated leprosy. In this parasha, it details how a person with an infectious disease um, is declared healed and then cleansed from the effects of their unclean pathogens. It's quite involved and technical. Today, we're going to take a brief look at the uh, adverse impact disease had on a person and how difficult it was to be healed and restored to the community. We're also going to take a look at Messiah and how easy it was for him to heal the diseased and thus set them on the path to freedom and restoration. Now, keep in mind that this is a midrash and not to be considered as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself. And I reserve the right to change my mind and my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of the Messiah. The Torah text that I'm going to be reading from is the JPS translation of the Tanakh. I'm going to begin in Leviticus chapter 12 and read the first four verses. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, This shall be the ritual for a leper at the time that he is to be cleansed. When it has been reported to the priest, the priest shall go outside the camp. If the priest sees that the leper has been healed of his scaly affection, the priest shall order two live clean birds, cedar wood, crimson stuff, and hyssop to be brought for him who is to be cleansed. And then it goes on. And uh, what follows is a, a fairly elaborate and uh, expensive uh, process of that cleansing. So uh, what I want to do is I want to start by just talking about the Hebrew word, metzorah, translated leprosy. Um, actually, this Hebrew word in this verse uh, for leprosy, it, it actually carries the idea of a complex array of various contagious diseases. And all of these ailments would require quarantine or worse, banishment from the community if they were diagnosed as acute. And we cannot today uh, relate to the devastating impact this would have on a person, his family, and his local community. For many, this social religious separation through banishment would actually be worse than the ailment itself. In early Judaism, it was even more complicated. Because generally speaking, these diseases were viewed as a punishment from God for some unrepentant sin in the person's life. So you can imagine the painful loss of family and friends and a host of other meaningful social interactions, along with the burden of the shame that the one who was sick had to carry due to this uh, idea that, well, there must be some sin unaccounted for in their life. It's very hard for us to understand 
uh, those implications today, those ramifications today. But suffice it to say, in biblical times, this would have been devastating. These diseases demanded um, you know, a cost uh, w- which was extracted from the person exponentially greater than any cost that one would have today. So this is a huge, huge issue in biblical times. If someone with one of these diseases in its acute form somehow was mysteriously healed, he or she would have to then meet with a priest who would examine and judge whether or not the person was actually healed and free from the contagious disease. And of course, there would be many who would feign their healing in hopes of being restored to their family and to their friends and to their community. But this would pose a threat to the community itself. Thus, the priest would protect the healthy from any threat of of illness and ritual uncleanness. In this sense, the priest was not only a physician of the soul and spirit of a person, but also a physician of their physical health as well. In the case of a bona fide healing, the process of declaring, cleansing, and then restoring a person's status as whole was quite elaborate and costly. Again, the joy, think of this, the joy and celebration that would build within the process itself would be overwhelming for all involved, especially the community and the family that lost their loved one through banishment in the first place. So for that person who was truly healed, can you imagine this this elaborate process taking place and, and as that person's coming through it, and everyone's anticipating, of course, the, the joy of this reunion with family and the community. I mean, I just think of the phrase, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I mean, think about that. I once was banished, but now am restored. What an amazing process that would have been. Let's take a brief look at a person whom was banished due to leprosy and then one day encounters the Messiah and is dramatically, immediately healed. This is found in Luke chapter 5, 12 through 16. This is just one of many, many healings through the hands of Jesus, Yeshua the Messiah. So in Luke 5, 12 through 16, it says this, While he, speaking of Yeshua, was in one of the cities, behold, there was a man covered with leprosy. So, so the first point I want to make is, this, this is a person who doesn't have a little spot maybe on his hand or foot. This person's covered in leprosy. This person ha- has an acute form um, of, of an illness that everyone could see and note. Uh, this person truly was one of those who were acutely sickened and stricken with leprosy. goes on to say, And when he saw Yeshua... He fell on his face and implored him, saying, Did you catch that? He fell on his face. He he saw Yeshua. He saw the Messiah, the Mashiach. And and knowing just the rumors of his fame already spreading throughout the land of Israel, that he had already healed so many people, including lepers, he sees them and he falls on his feet and he cries out. He, He begs him. He begs him. He's desperate. 
saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. I mean, he, he knew the power of Messiah. He knew the Messiah could certainly do this. The issue wasn't a question of whether or not there was enough power in Messiah to secure his healing. The only question was the will of Messiah. Would Messiah be willing to heal him? That's the question. Would the Messiah be willing to heal me? This is what the man sought. Verse 13. And he, Yeshua, stretched out his hand and touched him. Now, now that, that was so taboo. Let me, let me tell you something. You, the very thing you didn't do was touch a leper. In fact, lepers were basically ostracized from society so that they could not interact. They could not, in a sense, uh, uh, communicate their illness or, or contaminate someone with their illness. Yeshua reaches out. He touches. He makes physical contact with the unclean, with the one who is ill, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. Not gradually over months or weeks or even days. It says immediately. Immediately the leprosy left him. And he ordered him to tell no one. But go and show yourself to the priest. And make an offering for your cleansing, just as Moses commanded. And do this as a testimony to them. So he directs this man. He says, listen, you're cleansed. And that man knew he was. It was dramatic, high impact healing, a miracle. And Yeshua says, now go, go to the priest. According to Leviticus chapter 14, go to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing, just as Moses commanded. This will be a testimony to those who are involved. Verse 15. But the news about him was spreading even farther, and large crowds were gathering to hear him to be healed of their sicknesses. But Yeshua himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. Now, can you imagine how dramatic this healing was. Think about that for a moment. And now the elaborate time-consuming process of confirming this and then cleansing this man and then restoring him to his family and community. The ability for this man to state over and over and over again that Yeshua healed him completely would be remarkably troubling for many. See, see, this process would involve some interviewing, questioning, some examination. And you can imagine this man saying over and over again, he just touched me. He reached out, he touched me. Yeah, it all my leprosy like like just disappeared immediately. Yeah, I mean I if you could just catch the life setting of what would be taking place in this process. I'm thinking what a beautiful, beautiful testimony this would be. Jesus directs him, go and do what the Torah says. Why? Because in doing that, 
you will give way to remarkable, deeply moving testimony about me, who Messiah is and what I can do. And of course, that certainly took place. Consider this, other than Elisha, lepers being healed are far and few between in the entire Tanakh period. If you had acute leprosy, you were banished for life. That was the lot of the majority of the people that had an acute form of these types of diseases. Yet Yeshua healed many, many people from these diseases in his day. The testimony, the testimony of Jewish people going to the priests, declaring that they were sick and now healed, and then the priests engaging them in this process of examination, of, 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 of confirming their healing, and then the cleansing, well, it would be remark. It would permeate. The, this would just go like wildfire fire through the priesthood. In fact, it would result in many priests re- realizing that Yeshua was, in fact, the Messiah. We find this in Acts chapter six and verse seven, where it states that the word of God kept on spreading, and the number of the disciples continued to increase greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were becoming obedient to the faith. Even today, even today, the increasing number of Jewish people coming to faith in Yeshua after experiencing a miracle in his name is astounding. You can check it out. You can check it out for yourself. Go to YouTube and just search for One for Israel, not the number one, but the word one, O-N-E, One for Israel, O-N-E, One for Israel. Literally hundreds of remarkable testimonies of Jewish people encountering the risen Messiah and the healing power of his transformational love are right there for you to listen to. I mean, it's just like beautiful, powerful testimonies. So let me just make some concluding remarks. Acute sicknesses and illnesses are devastating and debilitating physically psychologically, even spiritually. Sometimes even in our modern world, the infirmed need to be quarantined and separated from loved ones, families, and communities. And this demands our empathy. Even more than that, our action on their behalf to do what we can to help them find healing, wholeness, and restoration in all of their social and spiritual realms. Messiah said in John chapter 10 and verse 10, I came that they may have life, speaking of us, that they may have life and have it abundantly. Later, John declares concerning Yeshua that he is the son of God and that he appeared for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil. And one of those works, by the way, sickness, illness, oppression. In fact, Peter proclaimed to the Gentile God-fearers uh, in Acts, he says, you, you know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. That's right. Ministering to the sick and the oppressed is part, was and is part of the essential mission of Messiah. Matthew 4, 23 through 25 summarizes this. It states, Yeshua was going throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people. 
The news about him spread throughout all of Syria, and they brought to him all who were ill, those suffering from various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, paralytics, and he healed them. Large crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis and Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan. Amazing, the legacy of Yeshua. Yeah, that's, that's 2,000 years ago, and it's never ended. It's been true in every century. He is the Messiah, and he is the healer. So I, I want to close. I, I want to close this podcast uh, for, for you now by praying for, for you. If you're sick, if you're oppressed or alienated from God and others, I want you just to stop for a moment. Just stop. Just stop and open up your heart to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, to the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, the Messiah, and just receive this prayer in his name. Father, I I come and I just intercede on behalf of those who are broken in their sickness or alienated in their oppression. I just lift them up, Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua, your son. And I pray through the power of the Holy Spirit and the glory of his name that you will touch them now, even now as I pray. Just touch them, Lord. Bring healing to their bodies. Bring healing to their souls. Bring healing to their spirits. Oh God, just just heal them in a powerful way. In the mighty name of Yeshua, heal them. Amen. Well, that concludes our program for this week. Special thanks to our great King Yeshua, the Messiah, and to you, our listeners and supporters, for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated to and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now. Pray with us. Give financially and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. If you have some time, check out all of our social media at graftedin.com. That's graftedin.com. Baruch Hashem, blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark, and until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard, in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www.graftedin.com. God bless you and shalom.